0: Welcome, the Chick Foley Show.
1: What is up, Foley fan? We are back with a chick quickie. Just me and Sheena. Bring it to you guys tonight after an absolutely huge week in the wrestling world. We saw CM Punk, uh, finally, maybe forever bidding adieu <laughs> to uh, wrestling. Then we had a big show with AW All Out. So we're going to quickly cover some of that stuff, but first, let me introduce the star of the show, the one and only Chick Foley, aka Sheena. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing good, and I just want to say for the record, he was who we thought he was, dude. We knew from day one. I got kind of just, you know, the, the return of CM Punk was exciting. You know, when he made his like debut it in ADO, it was a moment. Right. And I had been kind of hating on him before that. And then once he made his debut, I was like, Oh, that was a cool moment. And then as soon as that moment was over, as soon as the hype from that moment was over, I was like, yeah, this is not, this is not going to pan out well, you know? And I, I kept thinking like, maybe, you know, maybe I was on the wrong side of history on this one. Maybe I was on the wrong side of history, but I stuck to my guns. And sure enough, again, He was who we thought he was.
1: I thought I really. Yeah, we'll we'll save it for when we get into it. We'll save it for me. But, uh, you know, again, me and Sheena are here bringing it to you guys tonight. Um, Marco is off recording the raw down with the Turnbuckle Tavern crew and Jordan is off doing Nebraska things. So That's why it's just two of us (laughs) going to get in on a little bit of AW talk, hit some listener mail and get out of here and let you guys get on with your weekend. We'll get the housekeeping out of the way. Uh, thanks for all the love you guys have shown to me and Jordan's new endeavor, the, uh, the goal line football podcast. You can find it on this feed or uh, if you, if you just want to search for it, it's easy to find, grab the uh, there's, there's an exclusive football only feed. If you want to, you know, have separation of church and state on your podcast feeds. Um, Sheena, remind the listeners where they can find you on social media.
0: You can find me on Instagram at chick Foley, Marco running the Twitter machine at chick Foley show. Join all the fun with our Foley fam and find the links to everything that we talk about tonight at chick Foley dot com and I want to say something about the goal goal line podcast. Um, just if you can, Seth will never ask you guys to do this, but I'll ask. Um, just because I, I know how the podcast thing works. Like, if you're out there and you're listening and you already listen to the Chick Fil A show, obviously this is going to the goal line is going to come up on your feed. But go ahead and give the goal line um individual podcast a subscribe because that helps other listeners who may be looking for just football exclusive content it'll bump it up in the ratings and kind of like suggest it right get it going in the algorithm so we know we have a lot of loyal supporters here so go ahead and support the goal line podcast do subscribe to their individual feed um, you know even if you're going to be listening to it here on the the Chick Foley feed it would be appreciated
1: thank you for that sheena also Marco uh, marco's going to be dropping the latest episode of open mic on sunday morning so a lot of uh, a lot of chick foley show content coming your way from various angles um sheena remind everybody quickly tell them what's new on the farm
0: well today i disassembled the side of our goat fence you know in the in the spring we're hoping to have little kid goats here um and so we just kind of been putting it off our goat fence has been you know needing a mend for a while so we just kind of patching it up but today i fully like disassembled the the fence posts and everything and uh we'll be fixing that fence up over the weekend so the goats have just been living their best life too, just running wild in the yard we've had like you know, chickens everywhere, goats everywhere. You know, like I said, the gardens kind it's of nice. Yeah. The garden is, uh, winding down so that, you know, there's no damage that the chickens can really do. So, uh, everybody's kind of been out and about free range in the yard. And, uh, yeah, it's like a little menagerie slash forest back there. So yeah, I've been loving it lately. And the weather is just, I know I don't talk about weather on here very much cause it's boring, but dude, the weather is like primo right now. It is like outdoor heaven, dude. So get your butts outside, get your feet in the grass. Sun your bunghole as long as wow. uh, the sun continues to stay out before the days get shorter and uh, yeah, enjoy this perfect weather.
1: All right, I want to remind you guys also use code Chick Foley to save 10% at ringside collectibles. There's a ton of great stuff up for pre-order and in stock right now for all your figures. So uh, let's get into it, man. It was right before Collision hit last Saturday. It was really kind of smart because uh, WWE was about to roll into payback and... CM Punk's fired, man. What were your yeah. initial thoughts when you saw that news come across the ticker?
0: Well, I, I first of all I was just shocked, dude. I didn't think Tony Khan had it in him to actually fire CM Punk. Um, you know, all we heard about all the scrum and everything that happened with um, Jungle Boy backstage and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I didn't think Tony Khan had it in him, but he he grew a pair, and I guess you know a little fear for your life will you know put some balls on you, and uh, he fired CM Punk. And then I started to think, I started to overthink it and think. Maybe it was a work, dude. Maybe this was like, you know, his McMahon moment where he was going to fire CM Punk and then we were going to see him come back it All Out. I don't know. Um, but then, you know, it came out that it was a shoot. So
1: Yeah, with the pay-per-view being in Chicago, it would have been pretty Even yeah. though I, I definitely do not like CM Punk, it would have been pretty wild um, if they had him kind of like crash the show or whatever. I, I was I was waiting for it on, on Sunday night. But yeah. no, it looks like this is legit. He is gone from AEW after basically a two-year run.
0: Yeah, pretty crazy. I mean, it, it doesn't feel like two years, though. I feel like it was pretty quick, I guess, because he's been out with suspension and he's injury and all the things. Yeah. Like, I feel like his time has been very, very brief in AEW, uh, even though it's been two years. Yeah,
1: all told, it was probably a little over a year total on screen time there. And then we've had so much going on in our own lives during yeah. that yeah, that has flown by. You know, I thought the first really up from the time he debuted until the time... Um, he beat Hangman for the belt. I thought mm-hmm. was pretty decent. It seemed like he was still having finding a lot of joy yeah. in wrestling, but it seemed like that's you when know, I was thinking
0: I was on the wrong side of history. I was like, well, maybe he's changed. Yeah. Maybe this is a good fit for him. Maybe it'll work out. But
1: I think I think Hangman got some barbs in when they were going back and forth on the mic on the mm-hmm. way to that that match that really kind of cut deep. And then when he hurt his foot, you know, he wins the mm-hmm. belt, and the next Wednesday night he kind of hurts his foot in a fluke, celebrating um, the championship win, and it seemed like it just took him to a dark place yeah, psychologically, he and he dude. never recovered, man. He thought everybody was out to get him, mm-hmm. and it was just a shit disturber.
0: Yeah, I mean, we already knew that, though. You know, I mean, I just... I don't know. I mean, I, I never want to see anybody get fired, dude. I don't want anybody to lose their job, Um, but I will say that I think AEW is going to be just fine without CM Punk. I know he sold a ton of merch. I know he pulled a lot of numbers, but... I mean they were doing good before him and I think they'll they'll be fine after so.
1: Yeah, I mean AEW was my number one promotion up until he joined, man. From basically the time the pandemic started up until Hangman won the belt, I thought they were smoking WWE and then uh you know, I got a lot more CM Punk centric after yeah. that and WWE started to catch fire. This this run for Roman really started to level up. And, you know, WWE has really been dusting them in all metrics over the last year. So hopefully we get a little bit of a a renaissance for AEW coming out of this.
0: Yeah, my biggest thing is just like, dude, I mean, and again, it's CM Punk we're talking about here. He's, you know, super petty um, and just easily triggered. But, dude, how is he going to let Jungle Boy, of all people, like a small guy, like, you know, I was listening to um, Chad and them talking. It was something I hadn't even considered, dude. Like, you know, CM Punk is trained in like, like, highly trained in mixed martial arts, right? Like, he's going to let freaking Jungle Boy ruffle his freaking feathers, this little tiny dude, you know? Like, I don't know. I just feel like you're older. You should be wiser. I mean, Punk's intelligent by all, you know, by all measures. I think he's an intelligent guy. So, I mean, I just can't imagine why he's so, I don't know, I don't I, know I think emotional. That's, I think that's
1: what it is. I think the fact that somebody, you know, is, not that Jungle Boy is low in the pecking order overall in the wrestling world, but he's, a bunch of levels below CM Punk right. still felt bold enough that he could step to him. I think that's what just rattled him. You know, yeah, like if this guy, too, yeah, yeah. it's like, if you're at, if you're like the manager at work or something, and the new guy that's, you know, been there for a week is smarting off to you, dude, like that's going to piss you off. You know, I, I think that's where he's coming from more than him feeling like, you know, threatened by Jungle I didn't Boy. think he
0: felt threatened, but again, it's just, I, it, I feel like if you were like that, he's, he's CM Punk. Like he, is, you know, a wrestling household name, right? So I think you would just feel like you were above that. You know what I mean? Even acknowledging, like, that, those stupid remarks about the glass and all that kind of stuff, you know? I just think that, that's, that should be below CM Punk at this point.
1: Yeah, it all should have been below really everybody involved in this situation. True, yeah. It was just a mess. And it's a shame that they weren't able to turn some of this real-life backstage heat into a storyline and make some money off of it. It's going to go down as a big wrestling what-if. You know, we never got Kenny Omega and CM Punk one-on-one in the ring.
0: The biggest thing, yeah, that too, but the biggest thing to me that is just, it's awful is that, um, you know, they go to Wembley, they pull off this awesome show, the crowd is just bananas, and then the only thing anybody's talking about after the fact is freaking CM Punk, dude. Like, yeah,
1: as great as, you know, we were all unanimous on praising All In, it came off like an awesome show, it was a really big deal, they did numbers, it got, it made zero bump on the ratings, there was almost no change on the ratings from yeah. the week after, from the week before, Um So I don't think it was it's not a game changer for AEW by any means. I'm sure they made a lot of money, which is nice. But as far as their overall standing in the wrestling world, not a whole lot different than it was two weeks ago, um, unfortunately. But I think, you know, wrestling, you're always best on long term storytelling, dude. The flash Mm -hmm. in the pan stuff. It's not the 90s. It just doesn't work like that, man. People have so many different options. You got to just slowly build over time. Look at right. You know, the reason WWE is so on fire right now is they've been building this bloodline story. Like it, it wasn't getting that kind of crazy buzz the first six months, even the first year. We were into, you know, the year two and a half, three year mark before it started to be like musty TV where you had to watch every segment when yeah. those guys were on screen.
0: Yep. And now everybody's saying we're rolling into the, the judgment day era, dude. Do you think do <laughs> you think the judgment day is gonna be a bump on the bloodline's ass, dude? Do you think No, gonna- <laughs> I mean,
1: I do like the Judgment Day, but the Judgment Day is you know they're they're whatever they're just they're a good faction they are a good faction but they're not like you know shield evolution um you know uh bloodline they're they're not that kind of level at all they're like the dark order but you know from uh from target instead of from walmart
0: oh my gosh the dark order
1: likes- i mean i'm talking about the dark order at its peak when they still had brody and stuff yeah. and hangman with them the dark order i mean they've yeah they've faded all the way into obscurity on AEW but the dark order used to be a huge deal i mean yeah. they were the ones waiting in the ring to celebrate the with Dark Hangman who won the some, championship. True. The
0: Dark Order had some serious ebbs and flows though. When the Dark Order first came out, we were all like, What the hell is this? These guys Brody in like though. BDSM were, masks and yeah. like this is weird.
1: They brought Brody in though. They were main eventing pay-per-views. Yeah. And then, you know, they got Buddy Buddy with Hangman. Like, yeah, yeah. I th- like I said, I just it's probably more to, have to do with like the black and purple color scheme than anything else. But no nah, I don't I've always thought of Judgment Day as like a really good, like, upper mid card type act. Yeah. Um, Not necessarily made adventures, but, you know, maybe Priest cashes in and wins the world championship and they could change my mind. I do love everything that they're doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, We could quickly touch on Payback. It was Saturday night. Um, Definitely got lost in the shuffle between the CM Punk news and the, you know, All Out's just traditionally a much bigger show than Payback. Payback was definitely a B show all the way. There was not one advertised member of the bloodline. Um, on the show, the big news coming out of it, in the and the Grayson Waller effect, we saw Cody announce that Jay Uso is going over to Raw. So, what do yeah. you think of that, Jay going to Raw solo? I, rest of the bloodline staying on SmackDown.
0: I don't know, man. I don't know what to think about it. I think it's. I mean, they definitely have something up their sleeve. I can't imagine they would make a move like that um, without you know s- something. Coming up, but I think
1: it's just to create some distance between him and Jimmy. They're on separate shows. This yeah. gives him a chance to just Let completely separate them, milk it out, and bring them back together. Come mania season, if I'm if I'm taking a peek inside the uh, the booking notebook,
0: yeah. What else do we have? Um, what do you think the match of the night of Payback was? So
1: the popular answer is that Steel City Street Fight. It was a ton of fun. Judgment Day, tag the
0: freaking yeah, railing, KO and dude. Sami
1: Zayn. KO had that insane spot. K.O. and Sammy had the super fun moment of throwing on the Pittsburgh Peelers, yeah, the Pittsburgh penguins. penguins gear. Yeah, because I, I did a hybrid of the uh, Penguins and the Steelers there for a second. <laughs> the pig Wars, The Peelers. <laughs> but the, uh, so that, w- that was definitely like the fun match of the night, but I love Seth and Shinsuke, dude. Obviously, yeah. Seth Rollins is my favorite wrestler of the modern era, and I love Shinsuke. I've been waiting for him to get back on the main event level, and I love the match they worked. I thought they, they re- really tore it down. I'm glad to see that feud continuing on past this. Um so I'd go Seth and Nakamura, but I wouldn't be mad at anybody yeah. that went uh, yes. Judgment Day and, and K.O. and Sami Zayn. The rest of it was...
0: Didn't we kind of... didn't We kinda, we didn't crap on the Steel uh, City Street fight, but didn't we kind of just like undersell it a little well, bit? we didn't
1: undersell it. Jordan said he thought it was going to main event, and we were like, no, dude. Seth and oh, Nakamura. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: Jordan said it was going to main event. Yeah, we were, right. we
1: were predicting the main event. That was what it was. And we we were all said, no chance. We said, Seth and Nakamura's got to go on last. Uh... John Cena putting over L.A. Knight, giving him like the official like Um, approval. What do you think? Is that is that something or is that nothing?
0: Um, I mean it's something, but dude, John Cena in 2023 just does not do it for me. I no shade to John Cena, you know. I think he's one of those things. Like you know, when we had him, we definitely took him for granted, and then you know he's since since his absence, he's definitely been missed, and we appreciate him a little bit more. But I feel like he, he has not evolved at all, dude. Like, I feel like his. He's his, still rolling out
1: the same character the, that he was in 2013. It's not even that. I think, it's,
0: I think it's even more. I think it's more of a caricature of his character, dude. Yeah. I feel like he's not even doing the John Cena character. He's, like, doing, like, an over-acted, like, comedy version of John Cena. Um, and it just it just doesn't play for me. I don't know how, you know, when he was. I, know it, I don't know. I, I'm, it's not for me.
1: One thing that's crazy about Cena is thinking about how his run has ended. Like, you know, he was booked as big as Hulk Hogan was in the 80s, man. Like he was. Like he was probably, as far as the push the companies put behind him, I think the only person that's been on that level is probably Hulk and Roman. And even with Roman, it kind of ebbed and flowed. There were times where even though he was always the chosen one, they stopped pushing him so much because the fans rejected Mm -hmm. it. Cena, even when fans were booing it, they still pushed Cena to the moon. The ending, though, has like, it just hasn't happened, man. It's been, he's, he hasn't had that last big match, and it feels yeah. like it might not happen. Like, look at his last few manias. So, Mania 33, um, he does the mix tag with Nikki against Miz and Maurice. Mania 34, he has that unannounced Under, match with Undertaker, Undertaker where Undertaker yeah. squashes him in a minute and a half. Mania 35, he just shows up and, um, fights it shows up and beats up elias another unannounced yep, segment he yep. brought back the dr Thugonomics look beat up elias 36 he fought the fiend in the firefly funhouse which that was whatever and then that was awesome i mean it was cool but it wasn't like it something wasn't like a, a legend send-off should match. be having yes. yeah, yeah if it's but, one of his last two or three yeah, matches at mania it was
0: cool you can't say it wasn't cool dude.
1: um 38 he he wasn't even there at 38 right last year and then this year he no. fought austin austin theory in the opening match and basically got squashed. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we're ever going to get that. Like John Cena, you know, it would be a huge match if, you know, let Roman go career versus title against him to, to pad a few more months on this run. Why not? Yeah. Um, we need some kind of big ending know, though for but, Cena. He deserves it.
0: I don't know though. I feel like Cena would be like the person to like, take the juice away from Roman, dude. I feel like he's, he's done it before. Dude. <laughs> Do you know where it's like, he punks Roman out, like Roman's trying to be super cool. And then John Cena will say something that just like,
1: I mean, they feuded once in this run. Remember, they main evented SummerSlam 2021. Mm. Roman beat him at SummerSlam 2021 right before Brock came back. And I didn't think Roman held his own on the mic with him then. Old Roman, yeah, for sure. But the new Roman's character, I think he can just shrug off anything Cena says to him because um, he's had a run that even Cena didn't have as True. far as entering success goes. Especially at this point.
0: If, if Cena brings this like you know clown character he's working with.
1: Yeah, like I said, the uh, and their their SummerSlam match it was cool. It was basically just John Cena's going to put over Roman Clean, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like we need a better ending, a, f- a better final chapter for John Cena's WWE career, and I maybe it's coming. That. There's still time. They still got you know maybe one or two years left to do something with him. Um, overall though, what do you give Payback? Sheen, thumbs up, thumbs down.
0: I give it, I give it a thumbs up. It was you know it was what it was. I don't give it a thumbs down. I mean, nothing was offensive, but nothing was super memorable either. You know?
1: Yeah. Knowing it was a, uh, a B show going into that. I thought it definitely mm-hmm. delivered and probably exceeded expectations, but it was obviously a step down from, you know, SummerSlam, Money in the Bank, some of the other shows that we've seen over the past couple months. So let's go to Sunday night with AW All Out. What were some of your thoughts on it, Sheen?
0: I thought it was good. So I had to keep going back and forth. Um, our daughter was under the weather this weekend, so I was like on full blown mom duty, um, and she was like super clingy to me. Like anytime Seth would try to help her out, she'd be like, "No, I need mommy." So I was going back and forth. Um, I got to watch most of it. Uh, from what I saw, I mean, it was it was really good considering I was like worried that it was back to back, right? Like the with um, all in, I thought it I thought it held its own.
1: You know, I'll be honest. This might be a hot take. I liked all out better than all in, man. Like all in was cool. Um, had a lot more spectacle to it, a lot more crazy. Anything goes weapons matches, and at MJF and Adam Cole was crazy with the storytelling. But all that was just a great wrestling show, dude. Mm-hmm. It was just straight up 12, thirty Excuse me, it was thirteen uh, matches. Guys just going out there and putting on awesome wrestling matches. Not a not a ton of hijinks or shenanigans outside of outside of really maybe Luchasaurus and Darby. There wasn't a ton of weapons and stuff involved. And I love the main event with Mox and Orange Cassidy, man. I, yeah. I would take that over MJF and Adam Cole as well.
0: Yeah, that was cool, and Orange Cassidy definitely, definitely deserved and earned that spot, dude. Be in the main event, I think. Um, you know, I-, I love seeing him there.
1: Yeah. It. Uh... And they didn't do the normal A.W. thing where you have like some stupid run in or something at the end of it. It was just straight up. Mox, you know, he didn't even so much beat Orange Cassidy as he did survive. Mm -hmm. He's limping up the ramp with the Blackpool Combat Club, helping him celebrate with the international championship. And we end the show with Orange Cassidy just standing tall, being able to take in the applause Mm -hmm. um, from the fans. That's the way that's the way to go, man. I think it made, you know, both guys came out of looking better. Mox got to be the guy to end this historic run. That that O C's been on. I'm and, glad it uh, was Mox.
0: I'm glad they did that. I'm glad they gave him somebody that was like actually, you know, worthy of taking Orange's title instead of just passing it off to some other mid carder. Yeah,
1: know? I get, I, and I get the sentiment out there that you know Mox is already a made man. He should have put over somebody new. But sometimes it's not about putting over somebody new. Sometimes it's about p- leveling up the champ. If they yeah. got a mid card belt like that, sometimes you want them. To go down in such a way that you can't see them as anything except the main eventer from that point on, and I feel like we're right there with Orange Cassidy, man. Like, yeah. give me Orange Cassidy and MJF sometime down the road, or whoever you know, Adam Cole, whoever ends up winning that belt. I, I would love to see Orange Cassidy as a world champ in AEW. For sure. So what was your overall rating on All Out, Shane?
0: Letter rating.
1: Yeah, we did. We did thumbs up, thumbs down last time. We'll go. We'll go letter grades this time.
0: I give it a. I give it a B.
1: A B. A little yeah. soft, yeah, just nothing. I uh, thought about
0: saying B plus, but um, I don't know. I mean, B's. I think a B's good.
1: It's. Right? I feel like yeah. I, I thought it was a lot better than a B. I B. I'd probably go A minus, pushing towards an A. I probably A minus just because the card was lacking a little bit of star power. Didn't have a world championship match, and just felt like they didn't quite go all out with putting together. You know, pardon no. the pun, to put together the uh, the absolute best card they possibly could. But what was there delivered? I was sports entertained throughout the night. We saw and, Lana. Uh, yeah, Lana came back. That was whatever. Yeah. I, I, I could already tell from that segment how she came back. Like, I do not want to see this storyline. You know, she came back, but now Miro doesn't know if he wants your help or not. Like, yeah, just,
0: it was weird. I, I already see this
1: dragging on five or six weeks and just sucking the life out of every TV show. I on. don't
0: know, dude. Lana and Miro got freak. Or, uh, Rusev got ratings with the one of, what I consider one of the worst freaking storylines in wrestling with the Bobby Lashley like. Um, you know, I think that was more just like triangle. the cheating
1: scandal and stuff though. This seems like it's this doesn't really seem scandalous. This just seems like Miro, you know.
0: Maybe he's still holding a grudge, warm. dude. You know?
1: Possible. <laughs> I doubt it though.
0: Oh man. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts on All Out?
1: No, I think that uh I, I think that's it. Like I said, solid show, and I'm really excited to see where AW goes over the next couple months. Uh do we have listener mail?
0: Oh yeah. All right, Jamie Will says it's our
1: new Foley fan member from the UK. From
0: the UK, friends with um the the one and only Phil It Says, what would you like to see happen with the real world title, and which bin should it go in?
1: I want to see him just shit all over <laughs> uh CM Punk and whoever like is the biggest like comedy jobber act in AEW. Like let let like Evil Uno from the Dark Order like find it in the in the <laughs> trash can and just start carrying it around and never even acknowledge it, but he just carries it around to to every Dark Order match.
0: It's just turned into like a fanny pack. Um, since this is a shoot, do you think Punk purposely stirred up, um, stirred up shit again to get fired? It's been, oh, this is from Brett Sharl, by the way. It's been reported that he wanted out last year and wasn't happy when the elite um, signed extensions recently. There's also been reports that he was ha- He was happy to be fired. Wouldn't be surprised if he intentionally tried to get fired. Doubt it happens, um, but I'd love to see one last WWE run. Get your shit together, Phil, and leave the wrestling business on a positive note. <laughs> I,
1: I don't think he got fired on purpose just because I'm sure, you know, these contracts are so complicated with different, like, non-compete clauses. Like, I don't even know if that necessarily would be a viable path if he's trying to get back to WWE quickly. I think he was just a shit disturber. But I will say, you never say never in the wrestling business. And I wouldn't be surprised one bit if he does turn up for a, uh, a WrestleMania run in WWE.
0: I wouldn't be surprised, though, if he I mean, I don't think this is what happened, but it, that would not surprise me if that came out that he, you know, just purposefully tried to get fired. I feel like somebody with an ego that big, just, you know, I don't know.
1: I don't know. Money talks, though. I think nobody, nobody's walking away from guarantee money and AEW's is way easier money than WWE as well.
0: Yeah, facts. Uh, TNT Tyson Yel Trevino says, who do you think is going to be traded to SmackDown since Jay is on Raw? I don't think they're going to trade anybody. I think they just move people around and yeah, (laughs) it will probably end up being something
1: dumb if they ever even, if they ever even close the loop and acknowledge it.
0: Yeah. Acknowledge it. Um, Have you ever been as scared for your life as TK was? This comes from Phil Dunnett. Actually, it, it happened this morning. As a matter of fact, I have a scary story. I was going out to feed the chickens and I already have like this time of year, there's spiders everywhere out there during the nighttime. Typically by the, by the time I let the chickens out in the morning, the spiders have, you know, cleared up shop, put their webs away and like, you know, climbed into whatever little holes they hang out in during the day. Um, but I went to feed the chickens and I have like all these vines like over top of my chicken run to give them some shade. I leaned down to pour the the feed in their little pan and I ran my head right into a spider web, like a huge spider web right in my freaking face and on top of my head. So I couldn't really see where the spider was. And I look up and the spider's like crawling all over and just flickering around. And I just like lost my freaking mind, dude. So I would say I was probably more scared for my life than uh, TK was because... Yeah, I have a very irrational fear of spiders.
1: I want to know where TMZ's at with the footage on this, man. We know there; it's been confirmed cameras, that there was security yeah. footage at Wimbledon. Or at Wimbledon. 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 Well, I mean, that's where Wimbledon's at. At Wembley. Um, and I don't know why they, uh, you know, they they uncover all this other random shit. Like, dude, TMZ, get on it, man. Give us the uh, give us the footage
0: of this. Yeah, there's got to be some like NDA somewhere that got put in place to, to keep that stuff secret. It would already be out. Tony Barker, here's the million-dollar question. Do we see Punk back in a WWE ring? I'm saying no.
1: If I had to put it one way or the other right now, I'd say yes, but it's like 55% yes, 45% no.
0: Jamie Wills, is the Tony Khan versus CM Punk split really just a metaphor for Coke versus Pepsi? (laughs) Wow. Well done. Well done. See what you did there, bud um johnny jb not a question just a comment i honestly don't give a fuck about punk i wasn't watching wrestling when he came up and i've only seen him wrestle on AEW shows i know he's i know he's a polarizing figure for many folks but he does nothing for me and can go fuck a duck for all i care with all due respect of
1: course i pretty much have the same perspective man i came back into wrestling i left 2004 came back in 2014 so i literally missed the entire CM Punk thing. So really, I just knew him as somebody that started annoying Same. chants um, while I was trying to watch wrestlers that I enjoyed on the screen. And I was, it was still cool seeing him come back at first. In AEW. like Sheena said, it was a real moment. Um, but I just never seen worth all the trouble and drama and everything else. And it did just exhaust.
0: That was, yeah, that was really my first experience with CM Punk was just hearing about all the freaking drama that he had caused with, you know, his friends and the, you know, WWE and like all the things. So I I already had a bad taste in my mouth before I ever even like really knew who, CM Punk was. so He's
1: two big thumbs down for me. I, I got a handful of really cool CM Punk figures in my collection, which I'm thankful to have. But other than that, like I could go the rest of my life without watching a CM Punk match and be perfectly fine.
0: Yeah, I just, you know, I I try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. And obviously we don't know these people at all. And, you know, what one person thinks is just not a good person. Um, You know, somebody else may find very, be very fond of, but I just don't think CM Punk is a good person, dude. I just think he's just very self- um absorbed and just very i don't know just egotistical narcissistic um he's a prick he's a prick dude yeah just not not good people um so
1: definitely as He's the poster boy for not living a straight edge lifestyle. Dude could definitely use a freaking blunt or a fucking <laughs> nice cold IPA. Just knock something the edge to knock off, bro. knock the edge
0: off. Meditate or something, dude. Don't beat Do something. Yeah, if you can't do any substances. That guy just, is wound up tight. He is wound up tight, dude. Um, the MVP, Marco Denton, says, you're probably getting a crap ton of CM Punk questions. How did you know? Um, or AEW questions. So I figured I'd ask the real hard-hitting question, what are you wearing?
1: I'm wearing the RKO uh, T-shirt. It's uh, basically a parody of the NWO logo, but it's got the RKO for Randy Orton and some Stone Cold Steve Austin chalk line
0: shorts. I'm much less swag. I have uh, my pajamas on. I have a, pajama, a navy blue pajama shirt um, and a pair of gray pajama shorts. So, comfied out with my fuzzy Crocs on my feet. So, that's, that's what I'm wearing. Zach Herzler, what pay-per-view was better this past weekend? I think all out. Was probably better than.
1: Yeah, one time, one time, watch All Out was better. I'd never see myself going back and watching that. I could yeah. go back and watch Payback though, because it's just WWE You got so much more storyline and history baked in. Mm-hmm. That's been my That's biggest sure complaint she. with AEW over the last two years. It all just feels so disposable. Like well, they I have enjoy to build it.
0: their history. I know, you know, but I mean,
1: they've been around. They're going on, coming up on five years, dude. So they just don't do a good job of making things seem important, dude. You don't see like the stats is or like the. They just don't frame stuff. They they do, they do show some stats up there, but it's just kind of like pointless numbers. Like, why do I care what, you know, this guy's singles record's yeah. been in the last six weeks, dude? Like, I just, I don't know. WWE just makes stuff feel like it's just got some real gravitas. It's still hanging
0: on to that uh, where wins and losses matter yeah, situation. exactly.
1: Like, dude, Seth Rollins, the championship he's holding, it's been around for freaking less than four months. And they've already made it seem like a big deal. Uh, and it just, there's so much stuff in AEW that should seem like a big deal and just comes off less than
0: yeah um the Fig god jordan wells pick one attire from payback and one from all out that you would like to see in figure form i would like to have the china tribute rhea ripley um as a figure i thought that was pretty awesome dude just like the black gear and you know i thought she looked great and probably a bloody orange cassidy <laughs>
1: i'll go seth all the way dude seth's gear looked his main event as main event gets it was a theme tribute with the black and gold pinstripes. Yeah, stripes that was like cool Seth's gear was awesome should be a a freaking ultimate edition for sure and for all out i don't know man nothing really stood out kenny's was kind of cool just in the all green i don't necessarily know if i like that enough to add to my kenny collection but the rest of it was kind of like uh you know just whatever dude yeah it wasn't wasn't a whole lot of crazy gear for for all out
0: yeah i feel like maybe i'm just missing or maybe i'm just like you know uh like i said misremembering but like i feel like aew doesn't do a like a lot of big over the top entrance gear, you know, like they're, they're there guys. was really
1: no kind of, there's not any crazy entrances the other night either. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, ours Cassidy's in the main event, you know, he always does yeah, the most low key entrance. Same thing with Mox. Mox is just coming through the crowd, which is an awesome entrance. But yeah, yeah, there was the, there wasn't really nothing over the top on, uh on all out.
0: Brett Sharo discussed this. What attires do you want? And he posted, uh, Sean Ross Sapp posting about the Dudley boys, um, told sports illustrated. They have recently signed legends oh, deals with WWE. That is
1: great dude. You just made my night, dude. I've had a, I've had an eBay save search going for like the last year and a half. Um, to try to find some like solid like ECW or like you know Attitude Era Dudley Boys attires. like the basically the picture you posted here in the group yeah, for like those tie-dye. yeah that you know Devon with the blue tie dye Bubba Ray with the purple tie dye and the glasses yeah, you know maybe dope, get dude. get with the uh the denim uh coveralls man overalls. like yeah overalls like yeah i uh just that that that's what I really need for the Dudleys. It's a shame yeah. that when they had that run in 2015, the only figures we got was in like the camo, like the actual like 2015-2016 year. Oh gear. yeah. Cuz yeah, we need we need the classic Dudleys. So, that's that's what I want to see.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Um final question, Zach Hertzler, favorite Halloween decorations.
1: I got to go with my WWE zombie statues. Oh, Those, those are the are all-time so good. uh all-time collections I put together and yeah, they really You incredible. put together,
0: excuse me, what?
1: No, you you took advantage of a sale on a WWE shop. You I was the one You didn't even know those
0: things existed regardless, if it wasn't for me. Who would- was the
1: one that hunted down all of the rarities, dude? Who Bro. hunted down all the rarities? Who went on eBay, found somebody that uh found a sold <laughs> listing, somebody <laughs> this had, is somebody true. had this already I had a story. saved search for. There's somebody else that was hunting these. I had a saved search for the Hulk Hogan one. That was like right there with Eric Rowan for the hardest one to find. And found somebody it, it like they had to have bought it instantly because I got a mm-hmm. notification that a Hulk zombie had popped up and by the time I went to go grab it, somebody had already bought it. I contacted the the seller. I said, Hey, if you cancel that order, here's my Facebook info. I will st- straight up PayPal, friends and family, you no know, eBay fees, I'll give you thirty bucks over the top of whatever that guy spent. So he's ended up making, you know, an extra fifty bucks between the the $30 kicker I gave him and not have to pay eBay fees. And then luckily the dude did it, man. I'm so friends with the guy on Facebook to this day. Um, Yeah, he canceled the order. I did that, dude. That took some serious true, freaking effort.
0: That's very true. But you wouldn't have had to even go through all that effort if you had taken interest in the zombies when I got them like, you know, f- six years prior. Like I had gotten them, what, in like 2014, 15? And um, you didn't even take interest until we moved to Virginia. We had already left Hawaii, right? Or no? Yeah. So we had already left Hawaii... Packed him up, moved him to Virginia, and you're like, you know what? These things are really cool, dude.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying, all the collecting aspect, all all the things that you know went into making it an epic collection to complete. That was it,
0: uh, true, but it would it, if without my effort on the front end, you probably would have had a hard time. I'm saying you didn't have effort those. though.
1: If you would have had more effort, we would already had them because you didn't get the Wyatt family, you didn't get CM Punk or AJ, you didn't get Hulk. Well, dude. see
0: the so the CM Punk and AJ came out the year before I started collecting them though. That's so well, what I why? The,
1: tell them about the Wyatts. If you were, you're so, trying to pat yourself on the back, very Horowitz style okay, saying so, that you to get credit for this. I,
0: I am particularly frugal about some things, some things I splurge on straight up. And then there are things that I'm just oddly frugal about. <clears throat> I had gotten these zombies on sale after like Halloween or whatever, after the holiday um, at WWE shop. I was like, these are super cool. They were like freaking 50, 60% off, something like that. Right all of them were on sale except for the Wyatt family, which only came as a three pack, right? So they didn't have them individually packed. They were as a three pack and I'll, it was still retail it was still full price. So I was like, well, surely they're going to mark this down at some point and I'll just grab it when it goes on sale. It just disappeared from WWE shop after that. And that's like was never to be seen again. So yeah, I missed out on the Wyatt family and we had to track them down.
1: And I spent they would they would have cut a whole year I put in the collection because she would have got him because I got yeah. Hulk in like November twenty twenty one and it wasn't until September twenty twenty two that the fig vault uh, Joe Kelly Listen, we, tracked one down we and hit even us up.
0: contacted uh, we reached Eric out to Rowan. Eric Rowan
1: I w- we were negotiating directly with Eric Rowan and his wife to try to get one because he has one this thing was that rare i knew import figures import on try I,
0: well, I hit up import figures no less than like 20 times i yeah. think to try to get his
1: import figures and eric rowan were the only two people i knew that had the eric rowan statue and eric rowan was 600 bucks i'm just like dude that's crazy i would i would have dropped 200 dude like i was cool to go up to like 200 on it but 600 i'm like no but all I the ones we waiting.
0: all the ones we had even like we figured it was going to be like Really well, they expensive. weren't there. There
1: yeah. was no. It was priceless. There was yeah. no price on it. There was no eBay. Like it, it, from what I could find, looking on WorthPoint, there had been one that sold in like March of 2016, and that was it. And this is yeah. 2022 when we finally somehow or another. One ended up at this store in New Jersey, and and uh, luckily Joe Kelly, being dude, the, the good brother he is, knew we needed it and reached out.
0: Joe, uh, we'll have a soft spot in my heart for the rest of forever, dude. Reached out like while he was at the comic book shop and was just like, "Hey, do you guys still need this?" And I, I mean, I couldn't even believe what I was seeing. Like he just hit me up in my DMs and with the picture, and I, was, I was like, "Surely he's not pranking me, dude!" Like, surely this, like you know. And then I was like, "Well, ask him how much it is." And when he told me, was it was like, "A hundred bucks, right?" Or like, it was like 85 Yes, I need
1: to spend a hundred Ship. Yeah,
0: and uh, I, I was shocked. I could not believe it was like priced at that. So we got that, and it finally completed the cr- the collection. So yeah, we have a complete set of WWE Lawn Gnome style zombies from um Forever Forever Collectibles. Is that what it is?
1: uh yeah, Forever Collectibles is the company that that did the line
0: that made them. Yeah, the one the one glaring omission from our collection though is they have Dean Ambrose. They have Roman Reigns but they never made a Seth Rollins dude yeah, it's like shame. it's absolutely insane. So anyway, um that's a very good answer. My favorite I love all things Halloween. If you guys have been around for any amount of time, you know, I just I I used to just like completely gut the inside of my house and just turn it into a straight up like haunted house, like Halloween decorations everywhere. Every, you know, detail was covered. So Yeah, if it's like orange glowing lights, probably that's probably my favorite. Just like the orange glowing like twinkle lights, dude. Like I just love like at nighttime watching a scary movie and having that orange glow. Sounds really simple, but even if you can't put up anything else, just get yourself a string of orange lights and it will really set the mood for for Halloween. Is that it? That's all.
1: All right, uh, with that, that's going to wrap up this Chick Quickie. That was actually uh, a Chick Gina, Quickie,
0: 36
1: minutes, man. Yeah, we still we typically aim for 30 minutes. I think yeah. we've only gotten underneath that one time. Tina, <laughs> um, do you know, mind the listeners? Where to find you guys on social media?
0: Find me on Instagram at Chick Foley. Marco, run the Twitter machine at Chick Foley Show. Join our Foley fam at ChickFoley.com. And okay.
1: I think that's it. Give us some closing thoughts, and we'll wrap it up.
0: Closing thoughts are, when in doubt... Just spend the money and get the thing that you want. You're never going to regret having it so you don't have to search for it later.